Welcome, everybody, to the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast, episode number 182. And coming up on this one, Sheldon Keefe splits up Matthews and Marner for the first time this season. Leafs were looking to pound some Cougars. Didn't happen, but they still got the win, a 2-1 win in the shootout. Just barely. Joseph Wall looks like he's getting closer to just taking the starting job. And then we got one segment tonight, hot in the slot or hit the showers. All this and more coming up on 182 of the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast. After 20 games, the Leafs are doing a lot of the same things from seasons past and expecting different results. Tree Living addresses the media for the first time this season. Not impressed by what Tree had to say. We're going to get into it all right here, break down this game, and a whole lot more. Let's hit the intro. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast. I'm Chad. I'm Dale. Don't forget, you can follow us on social media at the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Tip In podcast on TikTok. Tip In pod on Twitter. And email us, tipinpodcast at gmail.com. You can donate to the show at patreon.com backslash the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast. Dale, how's your Tuesday night going? That what a, what a fucking weird game. Big time. With the Cougars in town, a, a little du- a little double tap with the Cougars. You know what I'm little, saying? Yeah, a little double penetration there, I would say. Looked like this baby was over Sayonara. Not exactly. Like, you know, look, I can't, I don't know what to take away from this. Like, yeah, did they beat Florida in a shootout? Sure. It looked like they lost. But all of a sudden, they fucking, half the team's off the ice. Half the fans have left the building. They come back. They do win it in a shootout two to one. I'm sorry, Chad. Like, I can't be super positive here. There are a few decent things, but for the majority, not really, man. Florida, the second half of a back-to-back, I thought the Leafs should have, like, came out and fucking manhandled them. That's not even close to what happened here. A couple quick things I'm going to throw it over to you. The Leafs have won now. Six, oh no, sorry, not now. I was about to say six games in regulation. That's not accurate. The Leafs have won five games in regulation through 20 games, okay? Some overtime wins, some shootout wins. Not the best in my personal opinion. If you look at the overall sample size here, 20 games in, we're a quarter of the way through the season. They've won five games in regulation. Don't love it. Want to touch on that quickly before I go to fucking Tree Living's comments? You, do, you don't want to talk about the game. You just want to go straight into Tree Not Living. Right th- I'm, I'm, I'm going to get to it, but uh, go, go yeah. ahead. I've, I've been thinking about it all season, man. I've been thinking about it all season. Nine, nine games have gone to overtime or shootout. Nine. You've only played 20. That's not that's not great. And out not of the, the ones, out of the ones that they've won in regulation, like you had the blowout win against uh Minnesota, like the second game of the year, where it was a big run and gun. 
And then you had a couple tight games like the Detroit game in Sweden where you won 3-2 in, in regulation. Um, and then I think maybe two games. I, I know the Vancouver game, and I believe the Washington game, and maybe there's one other one where they had a very convincing win where they played a good 60-minute game. But other than that, it really – You can count them on one hand. Yeah, well, their record could be very, very different. But I know it all counts. You win in overtime, you win a shootout. It counts just as much as a regulation win. Sure, but here we are again, Chad, giving points away to teams in your division that you don't need to be doing. Florida just had a tough game last night. And I'm going to say a tough game, tough physical game. They manhandled Ottawa on the on the scoreboard. On the scoreboard, I I don't know, man. Like it's just it it's like if you can't catch these guys on the second half of a back to back, they're pretty rested after like not playing since Saturday and a loss. Like, what do you again? Reoccurring theme here. Like, well, what are we doing? Also, like, what are they doing? Also, this this is your first time playing Florida at home, and this is the team that knocked you out of the playoffs last year. Like, pretty much embarrassed you in the second round. Pretty much took all the fucking good positive vibes that this city and their fans had for the team and threw it out the window. Right down the toilet. Right, right down, down the, toilet. the toilet. It was right back to these guys will never win. Yeah, You think that that would be like, we are going to fuck this team up every time we see them this year. But nope. 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 So I said off the top, the Leafs are doing a lot of the same old things from seasons past and expecting different results. Think that? Think that's a fair assessment or no? Because that's yeah. what it looks like. That's what it looks like to me right now. Yeah, they do it every year. Why are they expecting different results? Because it looks like the same product. It just I looks don't, like the same product. I don't think they're expecting different results. Well, like I think they're just like trying to sleepwalk to the playoffs. Okay, you want to go to Tree here? Want to yeah, go to yeah, Tree? Let's go to tree Living's comments. So he finally speaks. I'm not going to go nuts here on Tree Living, but of, of just a couple things that he said that caught my eye. One was inconsistencies in our game and it's a little concerning oh you think brad a little bit eh? little concerning there's some inconsistencies in the team oh, there, bud. okay thanks ah. a, thanks a pant load chat like we couldn't fucking okay and the second thing that caught my eye was we need more tree living said we need more from a lot of guys right now we need more from a lot of guys so i'm skimming over a bunch we said because the truth is a, a bunch of what he said was just a bunch of fucking blah 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 whatever yeah fucking klingberg's getting a reevaluated and just a bunch of bullshit reeves you know like he's what's he gonna say i understand all that but like you know it, the inconsistencies little concerning we need more from a lot of guys yeah, well, no fucking shit. Like, we're watching the games too, there, Tree. So, <laughs> what, what do you, if you want to add anything to his, those are just the two that stood out for me because he didn't say a ton else other than that. And even in those two comments, he didn't even really say a lot there. But no. anything that stood out for you and what he, he spoke for like fucking 20 plus minutes. Yeah. Your, it was your, a, your thoughts on that. It was a lot of, it was a lot of just, it was a lot of saving face and a lot of, political talks 20 like, games in answering the questions without really answering the questions um i don't know what is he supposed to say 
Like he's I don't just know. Like the... and be like, okay, yeah, uh, you know what? Like, I fucked up on a few things that I did in the office. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe. <laughs> he's not going to say that. No, I and he, I mean, some of the things he said, he was right. Like, he does need more from other players. What I I don't know what you're expecting. Any general manager would have done the same thing. I know. He, I he, get it. He basically started the media scrum by saying, "Like, well, you guys will you guys will get to know me." Basically, like you know, I haven't. You don't know me yet, but you guys will get to know me. What the fuck does that mean? Like, what, what do you? What, like, why do we need to get to know you? Like, make a the, the team is fucking not good. Okay, yeah. I know they're coming off a two-one shootout win against the Florida Panthers. Pat on the back, boys. Good fucking job for you catching Florida on the second half of a back-to-back. Like, I can't put a positive spin on this. I'm sorry. Joseph Wall, more on him later. Absolute fucking rock star here, without a doubt. But tree living, I'm just like, come on, man. He's like, you guys will get to know me. Like, you'll get to know me as, as things go along. Well, okay, like, <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. What, what, what does that mean? And it, but he's 20 games in. He's talking about inconsistencies. He's talking about a lot of guys need to be better. So, yeah, that's how I see it. What are you doing about it, Brad? You've made one deal, Sam Lafferty. You haven't made any fucking trades. Your free agent signings look like, well, other than Bertuzzi, who was kind of trying to find it, like, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but Gregor potentially looks like the second best free agent signing that he fucking made. Like, holy fuck, this guy tree living. I don't know, man. It's like, I know you were mentioning earlier, like not before we were recording, just earlier tonight about like people leaving comments down below about like that they think we love Dubas and like stuff like that. Or, or what exactly were you saying there about like Dubas, like Any, Team Dubas just, slash just, Team Tree? I just noticed like sometimes I'll glance through the YouTube comments and I just noticed that if we ever... If we ever say shit about tree living, there's always someone who's like, oh, you goddamn Dubas lovers. And it's like, I don't I don't love fucking Kyle Dubas, but I'll tell you what, I don't care who the general manager is. If you make some of these fucking moves, I'm going to tell you they're bad fucking moves. If do if this was Dubas, right? If this was Dubas, you got to take Dubas side. But anyway, dude, if it was Dubas right now, I would be saying the exact same thing. And I've been on record on the show. Anybody who anybody who watches or listens, how many times have I said in the when they lost to Florida in the second round, I would have cleaned house in fucking management, the coach, the GM and fucking Shanny. I would have fucking wanted I wanted a fresh start. So anybody that thinks we're fucking, you know, we can't take Dubas's dick out of our fucking mouse. Figure it out. We're not. That's not where we're at here. Dubas. Did I don't know. No. Dubas did an okay job at times, and at times a really fucking piss poor job. The book is out on Brad Tree Living. What's he gonna do with this team? So far, nothing. So how can you be fucking like, oh, Tree Living? He's got all the answers, and he's gonna fucking fix this. Yeah. Okay. I think I think it's that whole mentality. There's people that kind of look at Dubas as as kind of a nerd and weak, and they look at Tree Living because he's like, I'm going to bring in snot and old school. But it's just, why do you got to pick sides all the time? Like, why do you got to be on one side or the other? Why can't you be, why can't you like some things about both of them and dislike some things about both of them? They're both doing the same fucking job. We're going to like some of the moves Tree Living does. We're not going to like some of the moves he does. Same as Dubas. Yeah, you, you can't call everything that Tree Living has done here a fucking Picasso. Far no, from it. Far fucking from it, okay? I, so, I, he hasn't had a home run yet. Not a 
No way. No fucking way. Anyway, we'll keep it. No, no, keep it moving here because I got a lot that I want to touch on. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with a couple like fun things and then some just get into a lot more into the game and some more serious stuff. But Nylander, every time this guy does a pregame interview, it is tarps off every fucking time. I don't know if you've caught this or not. He knows the payday is coming, but this guy will not put a fucking shirt on for the life of him after the game, full suit, everything, hair slick, all good after practice a pre-game like day like early in the day like of a game or just a practice like a day off not day off but like a practice day this guy will not put up shirt on he just will he refuses to do it i love that i just wanted to touch on that i absolutely he know you the grin from ear to ear like even things are good things are bad even like willie's even keel all the time whatever he knows the payday's coming but i love the tarps off here's what i don't love new bucket sponsors pizza pizza for the home games i don't know if you caught this word coming down here i'm thinking what the fuck how does tree living this is almost a fireable fence right here. I don't know. I don't know how tree living is like cool with bot or, or pizza pizza putting the sponsorship on the blue buckets at home. But Boston pizza, not a sniff. The dad's fucking business. I don't know. Am I off base on this or what? Like Boston maybe, pizza? Maybe he's like, like, I yeah, it would make sense. But maybe he's like, hey, look, I you know I can't do that. I can't look biased towards my dad conflict of interest there conflict of interest so we got to do pizza pizza hey man i would say whoever puts the fucking money up make it happen like i guess pizza pizza is probably spending a fucking ton to get the their names on the on the bucket there but anyway whatever won't spend a lot of time on that only for the home games apparently though only for the home games but uh anyway moving on to a couple other quick things here so giordano leaves this game and does not return with Looked like an upper body injury. He maybe took a shot in the hand or something like that, but it looked I like it. Did you like might have hit him? Look, uh, it looked in, like it was a little low. It looked like it might have hit him in the region, like the might have been in the groin region, which right. is understandable. You're not going to return after that. No, no. I, I, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. <laughs> no, I didn't see it either. <laughs> but I just imagine if, like, is he going to leave with a hand injury or a groin injury? What's wow. more? likely i tell you something at 40 years old you'll play through a hand injury you'll play through you've been through the battle can't, groin can't, though cannot play through a groin injury at you 40 cannot. years old you cannot do it you can't do it i can barely get off the couch with a groin. if i've got oh even God, a slight man. a slight sniff of something cooking in the groin area can barely get off the couch dude so no no no, no if you got a groin injury you you cannot. I'll get on the fucking toilet in the morning with a groin injury, scrolling on my phone. 30 minutes later, I'm you stuck crawl. there. You have to crawl. I have to crawl down bare ass through out of the bathroom because I can't fucking with a groin injury. No. Can't do it. No. So we'll see what's up with Gio. Mitch Marner takes a puck up high early in this game. You were saying you thought he might have broken his jaw. That was bad, man. That was a hard shot. And it was. It hit him when it came back, and the blood was more near the bottom of his chin, but it looked like the side of his face got hit. And yep. I thought, my God, it's probably cracked or broken. I don't and know. Then, he he wasn't like... Came, but the guy was, came to the bench and told Keith, and, and Keith was like, 
he came and put the towel up and he's like told him whatever the injury was keith looked pissed i'm like but that might have been the giordano thing that wasn't necessarily the mark okay, yeah maybe maybe that's true i just thought the way it looked i was like whoa that could be cracked yeah, like no, didn't didn't look good. Impressed to see Mitch come back with because I, I was about to text you. I was gonna say, okay, I've seen like Ronick and guys go down with brutal jaw injuries, come back with either like a half shield or a full cage and continue to play. So is this fucking pussy gonna stay out or no, was he, he gonna come back. back? And he did and he did. So kudos to him. More on Mitch later, but kudos to Mitch for coming back in this hockey game. Okay. I'm going to go right to it here, Chad. I'm going to run it down real quick. Anything else you want to say before I just, I'm going to, I'm going to bury through this fucking thing. No, right? go through it. Yep. Boom, boom, Keith boom, boom, boom. Keith decides to split up Matthews and Marner. We kind of saw it coming, like have not been playing well. And I think the, even though they split them up and Mitch missed like most of the first period, or whatever, I still think the, the, neither one of them played that well. We'll get it more into that later anyway, but he Keith decides to split them up. He puts Mitch down with, Bertuzzi and, and John Tavares, and he puts Willie up with Austin and, and Matthew Nice. Anyway, Wall gets the start in this game. I was a little surprised by this because I heard going in that Samsonov was going to get the start. So I don't know if there's something more there or not, but whatever, it turned out to be the right decision and more on Wall later too because he was fucking light out in this hockey game. Panthers, second half of a back-to-back Ottawa last night, Toronto tonight. I mentioned that earlier. You would think the Leafs would have been all over them, but not the case. Late in the first period, Leafs can't handle Florida in their own end. The Leafs' D coverage, just brutal. one nothing. Team defense, again, here we go. Brutal coverage in their own end. Florida ends up scoring to make it one nothing late in the first period. Losing battles all over the place. The Toronto Maple Leafs well, in the first period. They, was, they, on, they that first, wait, on the first goal, that is like it was brutal coverage, but it was there was no battles. There was no battles. No, there all. was no battles. They were just letting guys freely yeah. do whatever they wanted. Like Geo no. was trying out there. That's probably where he pulled his groin when he had three guys around him. If you're trying to whack the puck off three guys, I know you might pull a groin. But like Nylander goes in the corner. Nothing just gets bumped off, throw it out but, front. But they, but they were just, losing. They were maybe not specifically on that ship, but the whole. I was not the saying whole game. like on, just, just that period in general and throughout. Like they were losing battles all over the place. Yeah, but it wasn't just like it was terrible coverage. But at the same time, you could go, you could go to the front of the net on the first goal and maybe hit somebody instead of just letting them. How could, they just had their way with Toronto. Anyway, continue. Thing. Anyway, outshot. Outshot 15 to 6 after the first period. A pathetic first period by the Toronto Maple Leafs. They trailed it 1-0 after the first. If it wasn't for Joseph Wall, could have been easily 3-0. He was incredible. Again, more on Wall to come. The second period, Nylander hits the post and the crossbar in the same shift. Domi gets his fucking ass kicked by Sam Bennett big time. Gregor comes, uses his fucking speed on a partial breakaway, puts it upstairs to tie it at one. Finally, some signs of life by the Toronto Maple Leafs. 1-1 after the second period. Shots were 28 for Florida, 20 and for the Leafs after the second period. Wall again, stellar. Domi, Domi may have got his ass kicked by Sam oh, he, Bennett. He, he did. But he fucking did something. 
Like he, yeah, he took, sure. he, he was getting kind of pushed around by Bennett taking yep. a couple cheap shots and he's like, fuck it. So at least he fucking did. Yeah. No, no, no doubt. A hundred percent. I'm uh, glad to see him in the fucking fight. He's not, uh, he's not afraid or shy or whatever. Oh. He'll get mix it up. But yeah, he got Sam Bennett's a fucking, he's a tough it was, dude. It was, man. He was a tough dude. It was kind of a cheap fight. He got him at headlock and threw a bunch of, but at the same time, I was just like, Hey, good for you. Because how many yeah. times? How many times do we see this team get pushed oh, around and not? There's no, no response. At least he fucking totally. did some. Totally, hey. totally agree. We go to the third period. Nothing cooking for most of the third period. Leafs get a four minute man advantage late in the third. There was a high stick on Gregor that the refs missed, but he was cut. They went to like video replay because it was late in the third. They called it a four minute penalty. And the Leafs don't <laughs> get a fucking sniff on the four minute it's man so advantage. Bad. Um, not only that, but they take another too many men on the ice penalty yeah. during this fucking four minute power play. League, one. Okay. League leading eighth, too many men on the ice penalty for the Toronto Maple Leafs. What a joke. <laughs> one, one at the end of regulation. I'm sorry. That is just every game, Chad, every game, a too many men on the ice. I'm, I'm oh, sorry. No, you can't do that. You can't do that. And that, that power play was just unbelievably bad. They didn't get a sniff. Nothing. Not even a look. Bad. Not even a fucking look, man. Anyway, we go to OT. Nothing cooking there. We go to the shootout. Looks like the Panthers win it. But no, the old double tap or a double tip. Whatever. No, not a tip. Double touch. Can't, double touch. Double touch. Double penetration is what I would call it. Looks like it's all over. But no. The Leafs come. The ref says no. It was a double Double, uh, double double penetration. Double. The ref, for the first time ever, the ref called like double penetration, said no, at least come back on the ice. And who gets it? Gregor scores to win it for the Leafs, 2-1 in a shootout. Pretty wild. And also wild is that this game I thought was over, but Keith puts Gregor out there who fucking scored the winner in the shootout. The fourth shooter, it was, it was uh Nylander, Matthews, Marner, and then the fourth shooter before that it looked like the double penetration for the Florida Panthers slash Cougars. The fourth shooter, Chad, was Max Domi. What the fuck was Sheldon Keith thinking well, here? Because he, he, scored, he scored on his last shootout attempt. There's no goals in 20 games. You think this guy is like got the game on his stick in a shootout? Come on. I guess. Tavares on the bench. Robertson on the bench. Like what? What? No, I know. I was thinking when I was watching, I was like, I was I'm thinking sorry. they were going to go with Matthew Nyes. Or pick a guy, pick a yeah. guy, not Domi, not Domi. I, I guess Domi is pretty good in shootouts and they must work out of the practice or whatever. And he had the one goal, but I'm with you. Maybe try someone else. He's not just picking on a whim. Like, I think the Gregor thing is because he, he scored. Had scored. Yeah, it scored earlier in the game. And he didn't even get a chance until the game was over, and then he got a chance. Anyway, look, man, uh, gonna go to Wall here for a second. Um, he, 30, 38 saves. I thought he was incredible. Without Joseph Wall in this game, there's no chance the Leafs win this hockey game, right? No. Nope. Oh God, no. No. If you what? had if Samsonov had started this game, it probably would have. He probably would have got pulled in the first period. It might have been four or five nothing, Florida. Hundred percent. I've got more on Wall coming up. Do you want to? We we will spend another minute. We'll spend another second on him coming up here. But I thought he was absolutely incredible, including some big some big saves in the shootout as well. But just 
in great position. And I think he legitimately now is like he's starting thir- he well, he's starting Thursday against Seattle. That's for sure. And if he has another good performance there, he I put him back in net against Boston on Saturday. Yeah. There's there's just no reason to if he can do this, and I'm not sure he can, but if he can start stringing starts like this together, he's my guy. He's my guy. A little bit more on wall later. I, w- I want your opinion on that. But, Chad, you know what? It's been a long time, and, man, oh, man, am I happy to have back in the fold our good friends at Fleshlight. Oh, would, you like, would you like to take a little minute here? Just everybody relax. It's getting real cold out now. It's a, not a warm night out there. Winter's really starting to come in. What better way to spend your time during the winter if you're, you know, alone or even if you're yeah. not alone and you just and with the to... flashlight that you put your dick in. That's right. All right. <laughs> there's going hear... no, to be no mention of that here, but we got a brand new fresh one queued up. Throw it away, Chad. I think you're going to love this. Uh, here is flashlight. Let's Ready? hear it. Yeah. Introducing the new and improved Fleshlight Turbo. Improve your stamina with the ultimate blowjob experience. Featuring three points of insertion for maximum suction. Lips, tongue, and throat. Customers are saying, this thing literally sucked my eyeballs out through my dick. Wow, this thing is really intense. The entry is amazing, and then you get inside and it grips you so tight. The texture blows your mind and your load. I would give it more than five stars if I could. Also, check out the shower mount for hands-free fun. You just suction cup that baby in the shower and go to town. The Fleshlight Turbo is close to the real thing that you're gonna get. Nobody. 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 Does it better. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? Hey, are man. you are you paid for this? Look, look, it's great to have Fleshlight back on board. An incredible hands-free experience with the I shower will, mount. I and- will tell you that I have never used Fleshlight. I don't know what is a shower mount. Is this like you stick it on the shower so you can go hands free? That's exactly right, man. That's exactly right. Exactly right. So you, so you take a flashlight into the shower? It's not a flashlight. It's a flashlight. You just you suction cup that baby. Look, go over to fleshlight.com. Check your check it all out. It's all over there to you just you, look, you just trust me. You will not regret it. Absolutely, absolutely incredible. Trust me. <laughs> okay. okay. Anyway, great to have Fleshlight trust back him. on board. Great trust to have him, everybody. Great. Just trust them. Trust Dale. Hey, man, the reviews don't lie. Great to have Fleshlight back on board. Great to have Fleshlight back on board. Okay, Chad, I think we should, as we start winding this puppy down here, I think we maybe got to do a little bit of uh, hot in the slot or hit the showers and then a couple more things and we'll bounce out of here. Want to do that? Yeah, let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for hot in the slot or hit the showers. 
He's so hot right now. Alright, goddammit, let's hit the shout, goddammit. Alright, for those of you who don't know how this works, it's a little segment we do where me and Dale pick a player, anything to do with the team, really. And if you're hot in the slot, things are going good. You're on fire right now. And now if you need to hit the showers, this doesn't mean that we want you to leave town. This means we just want you to go in, cool down. Things aren't going great for you right now. Maybe go see Eddie for a little bit, work <laughs> things out. So you want to go first? Sure. Okay. Okay. We'll go hot in this. We'll go hot and then we'll go and then we'll hit the showers here. Okay. All so right. for me, I I it was gonna be somebody else going into this game. I had somebody else pegged. Not going to give too much away. It was going to be somebody on the third line. Who is it? I'm moving away from it. And just because of tonight's game alone, it's Joseph Wall. It's Joseph Wall. I thought this was the best goalie performance of the season. That's how impressed I was with Joseph Wall tonight. I thought this guy, like last podcast we were talking about, can a goalie win them a game? Can a goalie win them the game? I think he potentially did that here tonight. He did was, do that. I was very impressed with Wall. Hot in the slot. Joseph Wall, what do you think? Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Um, it's funny because my hot in the slot is also because of tonight's game. And I'm going with little Noah Gregor. It's hot nice. in the slot. Nice. You know, all that, all those players. He looked they, good. Uh, yeah, everybody out there not doing shit pretty much getting caved in by the Florida Panthers and it's Noah Gregor who scores the only goal in regulation and then gives you the winner in the shootout. So I'm going to, I don't think there'll be another time where I'll pick Noah Gregor is hot in the slot. So why not tonight? Love it. Love yeah. it. Gregor and wall. I like this hot in the slot. Hey, Hey, something different. You're not going to like this. I don't think let's hit the showers right now. I'm telling you, look, I don't give a fuck about a potential broken jaw. I don't give a fuck about you coming back and like showing some balls with a cage. Yeah, good for you. That's what fucking heart and soul players fucking do. So it was nice to see. But taking tonight out of the equation, not even taking tonight out of the equation, he came back with a cage on, but still not that great a performance. Mitch Marner, but you know what? I'm, I'm throwing a double shot here. It's Eminem. It's Matthews and it's Marner. Not impressed. Sports that or TSN put their stats up on the screen tonight. One goal by between both of them in the last seven games, minus six for Matthews, minus five for Marner. The stats are atrocious lately. It's almost building up into a 10-game spot now. I'm sorry, Mitch and Austin hit the showers. Eddie Belfort is waiting for you, boys, and he has got something real special cooking for you and i think it's going to be a new flashlight for both of you chad what do you think hit the showers mitch and austin both of you get real get serious come on wow 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 well you know what though most of the time on this show we've been doing this show a long time most of the time when we pick someone for hot in the or for hit the showers on the hot in the slot hit the shower segment they turn it around like, I don't know if they hear it and or if they actually do hit the showers with Eddie Belfort. We don't know. But if they do, they seem to turn it around. So I'm glad you picked those guys because they might just turn it around. And that would change the season if they did. Now, for me, the guy that I've got hitting the showers is a guy that 
I don't know if he'll be around much longer, but it's Sheldon Keefe. Oh, he wow. Needs to hit the showers because Sheldon. Too many knew, men again. Too many men. And I said, it, I think last podcast, whatever we were talking about it, like it is on the players or whatever, but really eight, eight too many men penalties in 20 games. That's on the coach. It's got to be. It's got to be at least partially. Like, it, oh, for sure. It's partially on the coach. Also, how many games can you not show up and start playing in the first period? Like, that's a, on a, the coach. A lot. A lot. Also, part of the reason Mitch and Austin aren't going is that's also part of the coach's job is to find a way to get his players going. I was listening to Brucey e. Boudreau do an interview there. Or and he's like, you've got to know inside and out. Your play. You got to know what makes them tick. Some guys inside and out. I like that. He's like, you got to yell at them if they need to be yelled at. Some guys need to be coddled. Some guys need more ice time. Some guys need less ice time. Yeah. Keith, you've been here long enough. He should know what makes his team tick. They should be a well-oiled machine. And they look like a mediocre fucking team. Night it's in, night out. It's interesting, man. Like, I don't think Tree Living, which I'm very surprised at this. I don't think the media were pressuring him about Sheldon Keith. I don't think one of the master, I don't think one of the media, I could be wrong here. To, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think one of the media members asked um, Tree Living about Sheldon Keith. Like, am I, am I wrong there? Or did you catch that? Or, or they just kind of no. let Sheldon off the hook? I, th I don't know why he gets he gets let off the hook all the time. You know, look at Vegas, man. You'd think there would have been one question about the head coach, do you not? To the yeah, GM? Yeah, for sure. But look at look at Vegas. They've won a Stanley Cup. They've only been in the league a fucking handful of years. They won the Stanley Cup. Have they had a season yet where they're not really good? Even their first fucking year, they went to the Stanley Cup final. Yep. They, they've changed their coach three times. Three times. Three times. Yep. What the... Like, I, I don't think Minnesota just changed their coach because things were kind of getting shaky and not really going well. A lot of teams do it, but Toronto, for some reason, will not hang scared, on. Not, not scared to make a move. But they're the team with the money. They're the team that could change a coach every week. It would fuck. But happen. Chad, the Leafs are fucking petrified to make a fucking move. They they didn't Why? even want. Is it because of the players? Like, are they scared they're gonna fucking piss off the player? What is it? I think that is part. Uh, uh, I think that is part of it. Like. Look, we go back to the summer here. Like Shanahan wanted Dubas back. If it wasn't for Dubas playing, you know, like the field and like having a conversation with the Penguins, like he would have been back too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no, I know. I know. And then maybe it's, uh, and then when Dubas finally did go, instead of waiting to find the perfect guy for the job, they just went into the recycle bin and found the most recent fire general manager and grabbed him. But when it comes to the coach, I'm just like, I get it. Keith, like, I think Sheldon Keith is a good coach. I think Sheldon Keith knows sure. the game. I think he's young. He has good ideas. I like some of the moves he makes. I like that he throws things in the blender. He keeps but the, it fresh. But the team's not playing well. But the team's not playing well, and every coach has an expiry date. And when that expiry date comes, once it passes, it never comes back. He'll never be the same coach again because the team's not going to fucking they're not going to listen to him. They're never going to play the system. They're never going to try anymore under him. It's gone. And I feel like it's slipping away under Sheldon Keefe. But the GM gave him an extension in the summer. 
And I feel like Toronto, which is, is crazy, that- almost a fire, almost a fireable offense. <laughs> Don't you feel like Toronto is? Uh, I'm just gonna keep start riding that now. Don't you think Toronto is the type of team they do this a lot, where they won't make the move because they look around and they're like, "Well, there's nobody else." But I'm at the point where I'm like, Whoa. "There's always somebody else." Yeah, exactly. You can find somebody. Just make Guy Boucher the coach. Like, just change it up. Just change it up. Like. Have the team come in and be like, holy fuck, like we just got Sheldon fired. Like, we better fucking smarten up and start playing. You like, how do you think Ed, how do you think Edmonton felt when when they got their coach fired? I don't know. I don't know if they cared. You think the Leafs would even bat an eye if Sheldon Keith got fired? So. I think so. Like, I think they wanted Babcock fired. Everybody wanted Babcock oh, fired. Of course, of course. But I think with Sheldon, I, th- I think he, they actually I like think, she- I think they actually like Sheldon. But. Exactly. So if you fire him. And he's not there anymore. And you're like, Jesus, like, this is kind of, this is on us. That's why you fire a coach. You fire a coach to change things up and, and make the team realize that they're accountable for how they play on the ice. But nope, not, not here, not here. But yeah, Tree so, Living did get one question about Sheldon Key. Which is super weird. But anyway, so just to, before we bounce out of here, I just want to backtrack to uh, hitting the showers there with Austin and Mitch. Look, usually Eddie Belfort would be waiting for you there, boys. <laughs> With a beer in the leather jacket, maybe something like that. I don't think so. I think what these fellas need is Eddie Belfour is going to load his pockets with two fleshlights. He's going to be boys. Reach, go ahead, go ahead, go for it. You guys want a beer? You guys want a beer? Break my pockets right here. But <laughs> right in the shower, suction cup, boom, boom, right on the fucking shower walls, and he's going to say, "Boys, get at it." And let's get back at it and get this thing going in the yeah. right direction. Last thing, Chad, unless you want to add to that. I'll just say one thing about Mitch Marner. And this is probably way off and people are going to be like, you're fucking crazy. But Mitch Marner's having the biggest, like, he's off this year. For the first time in his career, he's not playing well. Once he gets that new fleshlight, it's going to be, pr- I well, think, turn around. speaking of that, he also... <laughs> got married in the summer i know i know but he's been with that chick forever right oh no dale there let me tell you there is a big difference between dating and being married yeah okay fair yeah okay fair. no one will ever say it but that might play a little so 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 ditch the wife basically is what you're saying no no i didn't (laughs) say that (laughs) i didn't say that i just i'm just reading between the lines here brother i'm just saying that Maybe the flashlight's a good idea. Okay. Maybe okay. maybe you're on to okay. something. Okay. And I'll and, and I'm gonna leave it and then Chad, get ready to wrap this puppy up because I'm not gonna say anything. I'm gonna this is a one-liner and then I'm out. If you want to add to it, please do. But I've got a one-liner to end it. And if you want to add, go ahead. But I think I don't know if anything else needs to be said here. Corey Perry. Usually, folks, where there's smoke, there's fire. That's all I'm going to say there. Chad, let's wrap this baby up. (laughs) Let's let's wrap this baby up. Come on now. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Come on. Come on. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Nothing else needs to be said. All I'll add to to that is for the Blackhawks. Shout out. If you're trying. (laughs) Shout out. If you're trying to squash these types of rumors of a little cougar action happening on your team, love it. 
don't come out with a statement that says Corey Perry were terminating the contract because he broke moral standards that we can't live by in Chicago on the Blackhawks team. Because you know what the comments were underneath that statement? You know exactly what everyone was saying. I'm like, you couldn't have picked worst wording. Anyway, for the tip in Maple Leafs podcast, don't wait, Chad. Wait, 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 one second. Oh, no, no. More. So this, hang on, wait one second. So now, no, I just thought of this. So now all of a sudden, Corey Perry, we don't know what happened, but I believe where there's smoke, there's fire. But all of a sudden, terminated, he can go and sign somewhere for league minimum should the Leafs go sniffing around Corey Perry. No. He's not an upgrade over Ryan Reeves on the fourth line? Okay, no. Let me let me read the statement. I, I want to read the statement because I want you to tell me, Dale, you've heard the rumors that are going around. This rumors. statement comes... You, <laughs> <laughs> this statement comes out. All right? You tell me the first thing that pops into your head after hearing those rumors, and this is the statement. After an internal investigation, the Chicago Blackhawks have determined that, shout out, have determined that Corey Perry has engaged in conduct that is unacceptable and in violation of both his standard players contract and the Blackhawks internal policies intended to promote professional and a safe work environment. As such, he's been placed on waivers and in the event he clears waivers, we will terminate his contract. What do you, what do you think of when they say he has he is engaged in conduct that is unacceptable you know what i think exactly it's the worst statement you could put out with that rumor floating around okay but that doesn't change the fact that he can help this team on the on he can help the lease on the fourth line a hell of a lot better than ryan ryan reese this guy is a look how incredible he plays in the play until we know what happened doesn't matter doesn't matter okay 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 fair fair no it does fair matter depending yeah, that, on what it is. You're right. You're right. That is fair to say. We have so no do, idea what it so, is. So, so I depending, mean, I, you know what it is. So depending on what happened, would you're de- you... You're determined that this, this would is you, what happened. I know what happened. Would you bring this guy in, depending on what happened, league minimum to replace Ryan Reeves on the fourth line, is that not a major fucking upgrade for the Toronto Maple Leafs? Yeah, for sure. I'd bring Corey Perry in. And it's like a guaranteed Stanley Cup final loss if you have Corey Perry on your team. So leave your comments down below, guys. Cannot wait to see if anyone's got any interest in bringing in Corey. I think he could help the team, and that's why I would do it. Leave the off-ice shit off the ice. But I'm just talking about on the ice. Could he help the Toronto Maple Leafs? Absolutely that's bow tie this baby. All right. For the Tip It Maple Leafs podcast, don't forget to follow us on social media at the Tip It Maple Leafs podcast, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Tip It Podcast on TikTok, Tip It Pod on Twitter, Tip It Podcast at gmail.com. And until next time, I'm Chad. I'm Dale. We will. Hey, the Seattle Kraken roll into town on Thursday night. That should be an interesting game. Then we got the Bruins on. They're having, uh, they're having their mom's weekend. Oh, God, Chad. Come on now. Come on. Come on. Are they though? Are they? Or are you doing? No. Because <laughs> if they were, you got to keep Corey Perry far away from that fucking game. Anyway, guys, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We will see you Thursday night after the Leafs cracking game. Here we go. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening, guys. Go, Leafs, go. We'll catch you later.